Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome into Coffee Break. I'm Troy Shockley. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Do sure appreciate that. The show brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant, 459-8565. And pleased to be joined this morning by Emily McBay. From Mc, Mc, I am struggling this morning. It's Emily McVay uh, from the United Way of the Lewis and Clark area. Emily, uh, thanks for coming in. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, even if I can't pronounce your name, it's like it's four syllable. If I, if I whatever, uh, it even I, rhymes. I, I know. McVay with United Way. Yeah. So, yeah. The- <laughs> Um, it's a busy week for you, Emily. Uh, so I, I appreciate you uh, coming in and um, we're going to dive into a few things. But first, I wanted to, uh, I suppose it's now it's time. If you haven't done it yet, you're out there listening. It's time to finish your taxes. Uh, we actually sat down with um, our daughter this this uh, weekend and went through her first her first time filing taxes. She's she's quite disgruntled about the whole idea. Like, shouldn't the government know what I owe them and just take that amount and just the whole process? She was just annoyed through the whole thing. I was like, well, you know, get used to it. You're 15. It's going to happen for a few years down the road. Uh, for years, you've been helping people uh, do, well, not you personally, I suppose, but the United Way has been helping people do their taxes. And you're, it looks different, but you're doing it again this year. Yeah, we, we coordinate the free tax help committee for the Helena area. We work with several other groups um, every year. And uh, yeah, of course, this year we were much more hands-on than we've ever been because we couldn't do the in-person uh, tax clinics. And so the staff at United Way actually got trained up and we have been scanning people's taxes. And then we securely email them to uh, volunteers that complete the taxes. And we go through that process to get people um, the assistance that they need. We are all out of appointments. It it's been a very busy year. We've we've got the volunteers in the background scrambling to get everybody's taxes finished up before next week. Um, so we are. If you um, if you ha- need help getting your taxes done, still, we are encouraging people to go online. Mm-hmm. I did find out yesterday that if you are going to be due a refund you have up to three years to file your taxes. You don't have to have wow. do it by the 17th. So um, that was something new I learned um, as we're trying really hard to make sure we help everybody who calls our office. Um, you know, So we've definitely, you know, we're doing everything we can to get people through the process. We do just, you know, a couple of weeks left, but we do have a backlog. And so we're trying to wrap up our end of things so that the volunteers can get those taxes done and back to people yeah. and filed before next week. That's a good news, bad news thing, right? Like, I mean, it, it's great that you're able to help so many people. I know you want to help more. You just, it, there's there's only so many bodies to go around. Yeah, and, and I know for next year, we're already, you know, doing some brainstorming about, of course, we're hoping to be back to in-person clinics. We're hoping to be back at all of our old locations. Mm. But we're going to need volunteers. We're going to need a lot of volunteers. It's dropped off over the years. And, um, you know, it's definitely a huge need. We generally bring back just over a million dollars in tax credit returns to our low-income and elderly. That's a huge number. It's a huge number for Helena. Yeah. And that's, you know, people that are low-income, people with families, mostly senior citizens. That's the biggest population of people we serve. We saw a lot of veterans this year. So it's, you know, we're not... Um, you know, people that really, really need that money. They're people living on social security. Most of the people that I helped scan are social security recipients. Their monthly um, income is between five and $700 a month. 
And so returns for them is a really big mm-hmm. deal. And a million dollars across our community is tremendous. That just goes right back into the local economy. So the more we can help do that, the, the better we are all off. And yeah. if we can get more volunteers for next year, start thinking ahead. It doesn't. You don't have to be a tax preparer, although we do need those people. Um, you can just go there and be a, a welcome person or somebody that helps uh, process their tax paperwork. You know, it was about an hour's worth of training, so it's it's definitely doable and it's really rewarding. Yeah. So if you don't, if you think you don't have those skills, you know, but you said right there, you know, you can train people, you can help them learn how to do this, and they can help a lot of people in in the community. Yeah, we we serve a lot of people. I don't have exact numbers. Of course, last year was very low. But, right. You know, we're back up this year. Definitely um, seeing a lot more people getting assistance through the free tax clinics. Yeah. So finish your taxes. You got till the seventeenth. Of course, as Emily says, unless you know you're getting money back, then I guess you get to wait. But I wouldn't. Like, let's just do it, right? I like. <laughs> Yeah, I am kind of surprised every day when the phone rings multiple times and people are still looking for tax assistance. And I'm like, it's only a, a few days away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we told my daughter. I said, this is the weekend because otherwise the tax man is going to come looking for you. Emily McVeigh from the United Way of the Lewis and Clark area with us this morning on Coffee Break and a uh, busy week for her. They're finishing up with taxes out there and their tax help. And they've also got uh, Greater Helena Gives coming up on on Thursday. Yeah. So I know that. How much prep work is there ahead of that for you? You know, it's uh, it's the um, Helena Area Community Foundation's mm-hmm. project, and they invite all of the local nonprofits um, to participate. And last year they had seventy four, and last I heard they were just over eighty nonprofits that were participating this year. So everybody gets to choose how they participate. There's a bunch of fun games that they play throughout the day so it starts 6 p.m may 6th and ends 6 p.m may 7th so they have games like um, the agency that has the most uh, donors in the first hour or in the last hour or the most donors in the middle of the night they you know they play fun games and so you can think ahead about how you want to support your your local um, agencies and like what time you might want to give and see if you know we're we've been trying to put out um just reminders, and I see a lot of the other nonprofits around town are just putting out save the dates. Don't forget, we're doing this uh, project uh, on May 6th and 7th. And last year, during COVID, um, actually, we partnered up with the Helena Area Community Foundation and did a big COVID relief uh, collection. And then we donated all that money back out to local nonprofits. Mm-hmm. We collected about $80,000 with them, and then all of that money went back out we um, into the community. And then on top of that, we as we were wrapping that up, the Helena Area Community Foundation did Greater Helena Gives and raised almost one hundred sixty thousand wow. dollars. So like Troy and I were just talking, like just when it feels like I don't have any more to give, Helena shows up yeah. and they give more. And so you know, I know people are really looking for that this year. It's been a struggle ongoing struggle to do fundraisers and all of those kinds of things. So you know, whatever Helena can do, Whatever, you know, all of that money goes back out to the local nonprofits of your choice. It's a lot like United Way when you say, I want to designate my dollars, Mm -hmm. um, then that's what the Helena Area Community Foundation does. And, you know, so of course we want to put a plug into donating to the United Way. Uh, We are a part of that campaign. And I think it's important for people to know that, you know, we have so many things happening at United Way. 
Um, we'll get to it later, but I was out in Townsend and I had one minute to describe what United Way does and I went way over and I got the gong. So it's too much to, it's too much to tell people yeah. in one minute's time. We have so much going on at United Way. Um, you know, but what it's, I think is most important is we have 35 partner agencies that are official partners. We have far more than that, non-official partners, people that we work with. So when you donate to United Way, you're donating to our community impact programs, which have ripple effects like you can't even see the end of. It's housing and homelessness and free tax help and 211 resource directory and volunteer Helena. And so you're supporting all of that. But the majority of the money that comes into our donations, into our workplace giving, into the United Way funds goes right back out to local nonprofits. And it's not just our partners. It's if you like a, uh, an agency that's not a partner, you designate to them and we send them that money. So, you know, the, the things that we do at United Way with our funds go so far and help so many people. And so then you don't even have to choose. You don't have yeah. to choose one agency over another. Make Emily We're choose. We're helping everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Emily McVeigh is from the United Way of the Lewis and Clark area. She's our guest on Coffee Break this morning. We've got a couple minutes before we're going to jump to break. And, um, you certainly hit on it there but you as i'm sure many people know you spent a lot of time in the nonprofit world um can you kind of explain just how big a deal is an event like greater helena gives just for nonprofits in general it, this is a very important 24 hour period yeah i mean every nonprofit runs on bare bones budgets nobody's out there making a lot of money being a nonprofit, right you know and and we want to pay our staff well and when 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 we can pay our staff well we get really high quality employees we want to be able to offer them benefits you know all of those things in the background we, we want to make sure that the organization is well taken care of and the people that work there but of course we want to make sure we're doing the best we can for the clients that we're there to serve and so you know, of course, the bulk of the money goes to that. The overhead we try to keep as low as possible, but, you know, within reason. So, you know, I know nobody ends up with a big um, lot, a lot of money at the end of the year. So any little bit helps. Anytime you can, you know, th oh, thank goodness we can buy an extra ream of paper. Right. This month. Yeah. Th these are paying it's expenses. This is not throwing a Christmas party <laughs> at the end of the year. I mean, right. this is money that's needed just to do the basic stuff. Yeah, we're, I mean, everybody's just doing the basic things that they need to do to get by and doing the best that they can for the clients that they're there to serve or the, you know, the community that they're there to serve, whether it be animals or kids or senior citizens. Yeah, it's, it's a really big deal. The, you know, any extra donations that we get just go right back into providing those services to the, the people that are there that need our help. So anything that we can get is beneficial um, like I said, we try to do the best we can on the backside, keeping overhead mm -hmm. as low as possible so that people can be confident that their dollars are going back to the community need. Yeah. I mean, and as Emily pointed out, I mean, it's such a tough year for so many uh, businesses, individuals, nonprofits, whatever. And, you know, it, folks have been asking for help more than usual. Um, but Helena is such a great community, such a giving community. The whole Montana is, is so great at doing that, that, um, I, I know we're getting tired of the online events, the online, Hey, we're doing a fundraiser and it's online this year and people are getting tired of that. I, I, I get that, but, uh, this is important. So uh, for people that want to be involved in that and help Emily, th this is going to be on Thursday. How do they 
you know, if, if somebody's new to town, they've never done this before, how do they join up? How do they contribute to Greater Helena Gives? Sure. You just go to greaterhelenagives.org and you can scroll through that page. You can find all the different agencies that are participating. Um, you can you can actually, I think, donate to the general fund. That was a thing last year, um, you know, and then that gets split out amongst all the agencies mm-hmm. again. You know, and I know people are really tired of online giving, but it's also so easy. Yeah. <laughs> you, can just, yeah. you can be at home at midnight and go, oh my gosh, Greater Helena Gives, and get on your phone, click a couple buttons, and make a donation. So it's, you know, we try to make it as easy as possible for people. I know we all want to get together in a room and, and see each other face to face, but we also want it to be easy. So, you know, the, the Greater Helena Gives or any kind of mobile donation system, which most nonprofits have now, yeah. uh, you know, we want to make it as easy as we can to for people to say, oh, I really want to support that cause. Yeah, and I think we're getting close. We're getting close to having those fundraisers again, the the, the dinners, banquets, uh, live auctions. It, it's on the way. Our I, dream I, I know is, it's coming. Yeah, our dream is to have our big um, – we're 80 years old this year. United Way in Helena is 80 years old this year, so we're really dreaming to have a big birthday bash in August to celebrate that in person, okay. in real life. <laughs> well, sign me up. If there's cake, sign me up. Emily. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we've got more coffee break, but we're going to uh, send it to commercial for just a little bit and then come back and chat more with Emily McVeigh. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back. This is Coffee Break. I'm Troy Shockley, and sure appreciate you riding with us this morning. The show is brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David F. Versant, 459-8565. Emily McVeigh from the United Way of the Lewis and Clark area is with us this morning. And uh, we wanted to touch on, uh, we talked about it before when you are here last, the uh, the kids' art contest. That's all finished up now. Yes, we just had the final pizza party last Friday at Kessler School. And so we got the opportunity to go out and we actually had... The first and second place winners were both uh, students from the same class at Kessler School. Oh, nice. So we um, went out and had a pizza party with them and celebrated their wins, and uh, they got their certificates and gift cards, and you know, Mackenzie River Pizza was nice enough to give us a discount on pizza, so the kids loaded up on pizza yeah. and, and just had a good time. And um, you know, I think the, the biggest thing that comes out of that every year is the the students watched the kid president video, mm-hmm. which is kind of an old video, but still very impactful. And and then they create this art that is based on things that they're interested in. And the the first place winner did a piece of art on homelessness and 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 neighbors helping their homeless neighbors. And for a fifth grader to realize that that's an issue and to know that there's a way to help those people, and then to put that into a drawing that 
you know, goes out then to the public is, is really, I think a big deal. Mm -hmm. I think it's really, you know, it's fun to watch those kids and the things that they put in their artwork and the things that they're passionate about at such a young age and, you know, just really opening their eyes to different things that are going on in the community. You know, the second place winner was uh, more focused on recycling and the environment and, and, you know, keeping the planet clean for the next generation. And the third place winner was, um, just give a helping hand and it was a very colorful nice um piece of art that was just help each other out make sure you're there for somebody else and you know so it's just always so fun to watch the artwork roll in from those you know it's third to fifth grade so they're you know eight to ten years old ish and um they're just so they're already so aware and they're just so creative in the things they do so it's always fun to go out and celebrate that with them and and then watch the kids you know, devour a few pizzas and right. <laughs> have a good time. Like like the Easter egg hunts, right? Where all those eggs just disappear in 30 seconds. Same deal with the pizza. Yeah. Yeah. That, so that's a very cool thing. Can people still get online and, and look at those? Are they yeah, on your Facebook page? They're on our page? Facebook page. And then we'll start using all of that, um, all of those art pieces for, you know, our our donors, thank you cards mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. So people will see that hopefully a little bit around town and, and you'll get those kids some recognition for the work that they've done and the thought they put into their work. Yeah. Emily McVeigh from the United Way of the Lewis and Clark area with us this morning. And you wanted to also, you mentioned it, you spent some time in Townsend, uh, Broadwater County Social Services. Uh, what, what's going on over there in Broadwater County? Yeah, a lot, yeah. actually. <laughs> so I'm going to um, give you more than a minute. We've got, we've got about nine. So, so go ahead. Broadwater Social Services is actually one of our partners and they're they're an umbrella where they have several programs underneath them. So we help support the Broadwater Social Services, which helps support. They have a community Christmas sharing program. They help the Helping Hands thrift store. They have a food share, a food bank in Townsend that they support, the farmer's market. They do lots of things. Um, they have some early childhood um, programs just getting started up. They have the Dolly Parton Imagination Library, which is a really cool um, project where kids under the age of five can get a book every month um, from birth to five. So they have a 60 book collection by the time they're five years old. Um, they have that out in Broadwater County. That's and cool. we've supported those programs over the years. And so they invited me to um, their community connections dinner that happened last week. And I was blown away because I know all of the things that they do. And I know it's such great work and they're very busy. Um, you know, they, they serve lots of people at the food bank. The Helping Hands gets donations, sells things, and then donates all their funds back to the community. But there were 113 nonprofit groups represented at that dinner in Townsend wow. last week. <laughs> and there were a few that said, oh, I'm not on the list, but also I do this other thing. And there is such a huge group of passionate people out in Townsend doing work for their community. Um, you know, and all the way up to Raidersburg, there was a couple groups from Raidersburg they want to preserve their town, their historical mm-hmm. cemeteries and buildings, and um, there were, you know, PTAs and the chamber, and and I mean, Townsend is amazing. There, I could not <laughs> believe how many people were in this room, and and the number of nonprofits represented, and you know, they're just very invested in making sure their kids stay healthy and and have things to do, and that their town stays, um, you know, alive and the economy thrives and. I think if if people think that Townsend is just kind of out there, you know, floating around, man, 
you, you've got to go look a little deeper there. It's amazing. I just couldn't believe it. And there's more nonprofits starting up all the time. I was sitting at a table with a group. They just started um, in the last year during COVID, <laughs> a group called Stoke. And they're, they're working with the teenagers. They've started a sewing club. They have a dance group. They've got, um, you know, they're working on getting them uh, like internships with different jobs. And I mean, they're just doing all kinds of great things, which is is uh, definitely needed out in Townsend because yeah. if you don't have those services and the kids don't have a lot to do, then things go awry. Right. And so, <laughs> you know, they, they see the need and they're stepping up and they're making it happen. So I just thought I really wanted to share yeah. how many great things are happening out in Townsend because I'm sure there's people out in Townsend that listen to this Yeah, absolutely. Station, so. And, you know, it, it's a neat thing. And we always talk about how great Helena is, but I, I think by extension, you know, it, it, like I said earlier, Montana. I mean, there's so many great people and so many great organizations in our state, but in our area, the Tri-County area, um, there's a ton. And when we talk about, you know, because this is United Way of the Lewis and Clark area, so it's not even just Lewis and Clark County. You do work with organizations in more than just Helena. Yeah, we cover the Tri-County area. So we cover Broadwater and Jefferson as well. And yeah, we definitely try to get in, be of help wherever we can in those areas, you know, and if they're doing it, if they're doing their own thing and they're doing great, by all means, keep doing that. We will step in where we're needed and also, you know, let us know you're out there and we will try to raise funds for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and let me know you're out there, too. There there are so many nonprofits. It's it's really hard to keep track of them all but there's some groups out there that are kind of quietly doing amazing work so if if you're out there in townsend and uh you know raidersburg wherever you're at you're listening this morning and uh, you've got some stuff going on you've got a nonprofit, you're doing stuff hey let me know and uh, or let emily know she can let me know um we'd love to talk with you and uh, and get the word out for what you're doing because uh, there are so many people doing so many great things in our communities and uh, that'd be fun to talk about so i i I hope somebody's listening that wants to shoot me an email. It's Troy at MontanaRadio.com. And we'll see, you know, Emily, maybe we'll get some new folks to talk to. Yeah. And I think I, you know, another thing that came up while I was out there is they have an increase in services through mental health and peer supports and um, just the medical world that's in, you know, people are coming into town. So there's so many more services in towns and people don't have to come to Helena to get Mm -hmm. mental health support or medical care. And the, just watching the way that's expanding and, and making sure that people get those needs met without having to travel to town um, is, I think, everybody just needs to know yeah, that. Huge. In case you don't know, there's a couple new therapists yeah. out there, and they're working um, with kids and adults, and they've got peer supports and all kinds of things going on. Yeah. Emily McVeigh is with us. She's from the United Way of the Lewis and Clark area. And, Emily, we've got four minutes left. Uh, is that enough time to talk Diversity, Equity, Inclusion Committee? Yeah, so Jeff Boucher, who is um, he's our Community Impact Coordinator, he's heading up our Diversity, Equity, and Inclusivity Committee. And we are still looking for volunteers for that committee because we want to make sure when we create our new policies that all of the voices of the community are heard. Um, we, the United Way Worldwide took a vote last year of all of its, we have about 1400 United Ways around the world and they took a vote and every United Way that voted, voted unanimously to include a new policy that we will have a community statement regarding diversity, equity, and inclusivity. And we will provide training to our staff and our boards. 
And so, of course, as United Way, we go, well, why would we just leave it with ourselves? Why right. we would, of right. course, include the community. And so the first step was to include the community, creating a committee of people that will help us create our statement to make sure that everybody that needs to be included is included. So that to make sure that we're not offensive to any uh, certain group of people or, you know, leaving anybody out. Um, and then the next step is to build the training. And of course we want all the voices at the table to help us build the training. And, uh, you know, the YWCA already has a group like this because one of their main uh, missions is, is, a. Uh, is diversity. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we've of course included our partners with the YWCA and, and in that conversation, but, you know, we want to help all of the little nonprofits out there. Like you said, there's so many nonprofits out there. And so if there's other groups out there that go, Oh, we also need a statement. You know, we want to, we want to make this a community statement that people can use and share. And then the training, of course, if we're going to provide training, we want as many people at the table as possible to get that training. So we want to open that up um, to, you know, to the community mm -hmm. or other nonprofits or groups that think, oh, we could be a part of that. So I just want to, you know, we're in the middle of getting that started. Um, we've got the core of a statement ready to go, and we're, we've sent that out to our committee for feedback. But, of course, there's other groups that we know we don't have represented yet. So if, we, if you're interested at all in that we're looking for volunteers for that committee and then to move on to helping us develop some training yeah. around that so how do, how do they do that how do they reach out to you um, they can call our office it's 442-4360 or go onto our website and i'll find all of our emails there um, it's unitedwaylca.org okay yeah, so that's easy, and uh, we, need, we need people, and uh, we've already talked about it. There's lots of great people here, so you're going to get some emails. You're going to get some phone calls. Uh, we don't have time to dig into it in just a minute, but uh, there are job openings for a lot of nonprofits. Um, so if people are looking for work in that area, they could probably contact you as well. Yeah, we've been trying to share them on our website, but we can't keep up with it. So, <laughs> you know, if you're looking for a job, Montana Nonprofit Association is also a good place. They have a job board. Um, but if you have a passion for any certain kind of work, um, you can go to that agency's website. And most of our partners and our, you know, community partners are hiring right now in the nonprofit world. They're, I know like the PACT team at the Center for Mental Health is looking for a lot of people. Um, Florence Crittenton sent us some stuff about some positions they have open in their child care facility. And the YWCA is hiring a supervisor for their new child care center. So lots of really exciting options out there. Yeah. RMDC, you said also. Yeah. You know, so. They've got a few things going. They just opened up their new their senior programs again so people can go on site and have meals together again. So yeah. we're looking to hire great. up for that. Yeah. So lots going on. Uh, get a hold of Emily out there at the uh, United Way or like she said, look up the Montana Nonprofit Association and they have a jobs page and uh, they can connect you because that's the great thing is th then you have more than a job. You know, it, it's something that, you know, it, it matters. It's really important. So, uh, Emily, thanks for coming in. Yeah, I sure appreciate you. it. We hit a lot of stuff this we morning. Did. We could always <laughs> talk about more, but they, they only give me so much time. And that's all that we've got today on coffee break so i appreciate you tuning in this morning we'll be back here again tomorrow until then have a good day helena i'm troy shockley and that's it for coffee break today be sure to check us out on itunes head on over give us a review there that's always much appreciated or swing by coffee break 959.podbean.com thanks for tuning in we'll see you back here tomorrow <laughs>